Hey everyone, it's Steve Glenn from Experience Milwaukee. Super excited to share this latest episode with you. Adam Darris and I sit down with Joe Yato, who is president of Gathering Place Brewing Company, which is over uh, on 811 East Vienna Avenue in Milwaukee. And now, this is not just a show about beer. This is really, more than anything, a show about entrepreneurship, perseverance, and the startup process. And really great to dig into those things and why Milwaukee is such a great place for both or all of that. Um, so dig in, listen to this, you'll be inspired and you'll learn a lot about the process of starting something from scratch and, and, the, and the sort of the trials and triumphs you go through. And then uh, as well, uh, Joe's um, maybe some of his favorite things to do in the city. Thanks for listening. And thanks to our sponsors, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe, Northwestern Mutual, Advocate Aurora Health, and now, Black Belt Theater. I'm looking up your notes because as always, you've done more work than me. <laughs> For the show, I get excited about beer, Steve. That's just it's my thing. I I think Adam, you should kick off the show. You should introduce the show okay. and our guest. Okay. And you do it. You do it. and Black Belt Theater in the background and. Oh, of course they they got to be fading in at this point. They're probably at a, fading. At what, like at a fifty percent. I'm just kidding. Hello, you, everybody. You produce it, so. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, welcome to Experience Milwaukee. My name is Adam Darris. As always, with me in the booth is Steve Glenn. Yes. And we have a very special guest today from Gathering Place Brewery in Milwaukee. We have Joe Yato. Hi, Joe. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Hey, no swear words yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're off on the right note. I'm kidding. We're just hanging out before the show and talking about stuff. So And swearing. And swearing about, like crazy. Talking about swearing. At each other, too. That was the rough part. Yeah, that I was... Felt. Got dark. It did. So, Joe, Steve and I know you pretty well now, but the listeners, maybe they're stuck in traffic. Maybe they just need some brightness in their life. <laughs> Give people a rundown of Joe Yato, where you came from, and how you uh, came to be an owner and president. President? Of a brewery. Yeah, the president is easy when you're the one coming up with the titles. Absolutely. Yes. That's, 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 that's what a president does, though, <laughs> so that's, that's how it works. Well, I got my start as a home brewer, like so many of the craft breweries that have come about in the last 10, 15, 20 years, and started um, making beer on my stovetop, giving it to family and friends who kept telling me, hey, man, this is great, and I say... Thanks, but you're drunk and you're drinking yeah. for free in my <laughs> right. kitchen. Appreciate the compliment. Yes. Uh, so I started entering beers into competitions and started winning awards. And in 2013, my wife and I were living in D.C. at the time. And I was one of the winners of a competition that was sponsored by Sam Adams. And that was kind of the push that we needed to feel like this hobby could be something more than that. So I shifted from learning about the business side of, or from the brewing side of things to the business side of things. And on my days off, I'd go to the local brewery in our neighborhood and I'd ask them questions and they would 
get me to scrub tanks, and it was a great <laughs> trade-off of knowledge to figure out how the big kid brewing equipment worked. Right. Um, so in 2014, I was again a, a winner of the Sam Adams with a different beer, and then shortly after, we moved back to Milwaukee and started laying the groundwork for what became Gathering Place up in the River West neighborhood. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Because I saw you, you were in I, question asking mode. I am. Yeah, I had to, I got, sorry. I got both guns drawn. I'm ready to go. <laughs> so making beer in the kitchen, is that was that the primary place? or? Oh, yeah. Besides, it wasn't basement or garage. No, like kitchen. It was in the main, like one of the main areas of the home. Yeah. It sounds like your wife is pretty supportive of all of this absolutely so from buying equipment and ingredients hanging out all over the place all of that just yeah so our, our the brewery has moved between apartments over okay you know the last 10 12 years um, but when we lived in DC we had a 600 square foot apartment and uh, all grain brewing takes about six hours so she would conveniently volunteer to go grocery shopping and <laughs> yeah. do a target or, or run things, and be yeah. out of the house for a little while or I kind of took over the place with pots and pans here and there and um, you know the whole apartment building would smell like a like a brewery because uh, that that just smell would waft everywhere and I wouldn't under, I wouldn't get it because I was nose blind to it but sure uh, were the neighbors like what the hell is going on were they knocking on the until like, I what? started sharing beer with them. Yeah, and then, then, then we were good. Then they're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No it's called bribery, yeah. Steve. Look it up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we need to do more of that on this show. Bribing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. that is that is truly incredible. I mean, it feels like true love right there. I mean, it, you're doing six hours of brewing in your not-huge apartment. It, yeah. Wow. I, yeah, I think it's... It, May, uh, so Adam, you're, you make a great point, and so a couple things stood out as you were telling that story, and and from a from a very entrepreneurial perspective, like one, it's really hard to start something and do something uh, if your partner or spouse or whatever you want to call it is not down with it, you know? Yeah. And then to be self-aware enough that you say, okay, I get the brewing stuff, good. I need to learn the business side if I'm going to make this turn into something here is significant. So um, that's not, not a, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and not enough of them are that self-aware in that process or have the support on the other side too. Right. I mean, there's tons of support. I mean, definitely from my wife, but family and friends as well um, because it's really hard and you need to be able to fall back on people to lift up your spirits or, right. to, you know, say like, Hey, I know you're working 14-hour days of the brewery. I just wanted to stop by. Here's some dinner. Like yeah, that, right. That, <laughs> Eat something. Like that, that matters so much because um, uh, it was a long, hard process. And, you know, when I was building those relationships in the D.C. area, one of the things I learned and, and saw firsthand was that uh, I saw some people try to do all of the brewing and run the business, and it did not go well. Either the quality of the beer wasn't there or the business just wasn't being run well. So... To brew a batch commercially takes eight, nine, ten hours. So if I'm doing that every day, I don't have time to be delivering kegs around town and making sales. So for many, many reasons, I knew I wanted help, needed help. And so I wanted to bring on a professional brewer. And uh, our head brewer, his name is Corey, and he's from around the area. But he'd been brewing professionally in Portland and Seattle for 17 years before I hired him. 
Um, he just understands so much of the science that is important. The big kid brewing equipment is so much science, whereas five gallons on my stovetop, it right. was experimentation. Uh -huh. Um, but to make a batch of beer that it tastes the same every single time. Consistency, right? Oh, yeah. Difficult. And that's so important in a commercial brewing setting. Um, so I knew I needed help. And Corey provides just a wealth of knowledge and experience on the brewing side of things. But he's also super creative. And I think you see that in the types of beers we're making. Um, you know, it seems like every brewery in the last 10 years opened with a blonde, an amber, and an IPA. And my feeling was if you're going <laughs> to open a brewery... Yep. Why try to do the same thing the brewery down the street's doing? Do something different. Give, whether it be a different setting or a different beer lineup, and, and we set out to do both. So our, our brewery and tap room in River West uh, seats about 100 people and was built out by Flux Design. Who's great company. Great company, did an amazing job, and they've built 150-some other bars and restaurants yes, around yeah. town. Uh, they're super, super talented. Uh, so the space is really inviting. And then the types of beers we're making, um, you know, we make some German styles because I, I had spent a year living and studying in Germany. Uh, we make some Belgian styles because we've traveled through Belgium. Uh, and we, we consciously decided to make craft lagers. Uh, Milwaukee is a town built by lager, um, but not all lager needs to be pale and fizzy. And we can do some really cool flavor combinations with them. And I think we are enjoying This guy gets it. He gets it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this so guy, many ways. If you haven't picked it up already, folks, Joe Yato gets it. <laughs> he knows what beer is all about. So this okay, is Okay, Steve, go ahead. I Sorry. was just saying this is my first time trying your beer and we're here at the Transfer Pizzeria Cafe Studio. If you hear some background noise or dishes or people <laughs> there's some people on their first date. Yeah, I there. saw I, that. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Okay. And interesting. We'll have to check in on them later in the show. <laughs> um so I, man, I I have a zillion. So I do you too. jump in. I know we and we're we gonna try and keep it contained because we don't want to go two hours again. We have like to we talk normally about do. Lager and Friends, which everybody needs yeah. to buy tickets for. While you're listening to this, if you can. So let's can we quickly do that? Can we let, talk about, let's come back to it? Okay. Because right. here's my big question for you. You said you eventually moved your operations, your idea to Milwaukee. Yeah. Why? Why Milwaukee and and where were you moving? You mentioned D.C., but were you moving from D.C. at that point or were you somewhere else? So I, I'm originally from Kansas City and I came up to Milwaukee to go to school. I went to Marquette mm -hmm. and when I graduated. Wildly I, famous for beer making. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the well, you know, program. <laughs> you, you say that, but we're doing OK. Uh, <laughs> I guess you so are. Jim, Jim McCabe from Milwaukee Brewing Company is a Marquette grad. Uh, Dave Dupee, one of the three founders of Good City, is a Marquette Law grad. Holy crap, really? And uh, Robin from uh, City Lights did some, uh, did some uh, studying at Marquette as well. So you, so you only hear that kind of data on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> only we, that's what yeah. we deliver. Yeah. On a, yeah, we knew that was coming. That's incredible. Yeah. And, and uh, on top of that, if you look at the bigger picture, it means that people who come to Milwaukee tend to stay and open businesses in Milwaukee. Or come back. Yeah, or I mean, we, I really did fall in love with this city. I really enjoy it. Um, and I first moved here in 2003. And over the course of that time, the city has just continued to get better and better. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
the arena is just the most recent example, but it started long before that. And there's so many more shops, local shops and restaurants. And um, I really feel like there is an entrepreneurial spirit. And I've met so many other people who have started businesses. It's, it's, you can kind of draw support from that. It's really, it's really great. So I came up here to go to school, love Milwaukee. Um, moved to Chicago for a little bit, was out in D.C. for about four years. But when it came time to do this, we knew my wife and I were Midwesterners. We knew we wanted to be back in the Midwest, and uh, we wanted that place to be Milwaukee. Did the fact that you were at, or, sorry, at that point, were you considering beer as the thing that you were going to do? And if so, was that then an extra hook that Milwaukee had because of its history and heritage and, 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 and activity. Yeah, it, it wasn't completely decided. It was still a dream at that point when we moved back. And uh, you can write a business plan, but unless you've got people to support you financially, it still just remains a dream. Right. Um, so we moved back and, and, and started laying the groundwork for uh, finding investors and finding space. And so that process uh, to truly get the business up and running was a couple years. Um, and Milwaukee's industrial heritage, Milwaukee's brewing heritage, uh, the just culture around um, socializing uh, really was appealing to, to us. Um, that time I spent in Germany, I fell in love with the beer garden culture where, you know, people... From all walks of life, they come, they, they, they sit at big, long communal tables, they bring their kids, they bring food, and it's just about being together. It's right. not so much about drinking the beer, although the beer was it's really, really yeah. good. It helps a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it helps a lot. But it's just that, that, that spirit of enjoying each other's company. And Milwaukee has that spirit, and it totally fits with what we wanted the business to be. Right that on. is, oh, Germans call it? Gemütlichkeit. Yeah. Gemütlichkeit. <laughs> I always just I always just make really weird noises in between to make yes. it sound like I know the language. You, you seemed really authentic when you Thanks, said that. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. I, think I, I was new studying. Uh, <laughs> I was new studying German for like ten years would pay off, and this moment was that moment. Just there you go. now, pay, it just now paid off. <laughs> it's what the podcast brings out in people. <laughs> Steve's I still promoting yeah. his own podcast. <laughs> I know, right? on the podcast. on the podcast. <laughs> you're already listening. Now we're trying to get you to listen to more. Right. That's the that's the plan. All right. Any other burning? No, questions? I think that's good background. Um, it is. Yes. Thank you very and much. And then uh, I think go. Yeah, you've got. You I want to really, get into the event. I really want to get into Lager and Friends. Let's uh, do it. This was the inital. This was the initial draw. Yeah. For having you on the podcast because I was like, oh, Steve, this sounds so cool. And as you know, I work with your brother, so it made it a little bit easier <laughs> to connect with you. <laughs> um, but. Tell us ev literally everything about Lager and Friends, how it came to be, what were some struggles, what have been some great successes. I know it hasn't happened yet, and yeah. if you want to come to it, it's on March 30th from noon to 4 at the Turner Hall Ballroom. Yeah. I will be there. I'll see. hopefully see you there. Yes. <laughs> I'll come hunt you down. Uh, <laughs> Steve, tackle him. Steve and I will wear our Experience Milwaukee t-shirts and yes. walk around like we're... <laughs> like, 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 like we're, we're insiders, yeah. Yeah. VIPs. We're, like we're VIP press. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so the, the idea came about, we, um, last summer we were thinking about, we wanted to put on a festival, we wanted to do something that was different, and uh, we make a variety of lagers, and that is sometimes unusual for craft brewers. Uh, lagers 
are more expensive to make. They take longer from a t technical brewing standpoint. They are hard beers to make. Um, but we kind of planted that flag and said, this is important to us. We want to do this. And there have been some think pieces in the beer media about the brewers on the east and west coast discovering lagers. And we thought to ourselves, what do you mean you just discovered it? Milwaukee's been making lagers for 150 years uh, or more than that. And so we, we thought we should, we should put on a festival focused on lagers. We should invite the best lager brewers from around the country and bring them to Milwaukee so they can see the great beer that's being made here, the history of beer that is in this city. And um, so that's what we set out to do. Um, the festival will be at Turner Hall Ballroom on March 30th. As great venue, said. great venue. Yep. Love Turner Hall. And, you know, it's a, it's a really beautiful building and a beautiful space. And it kind of highlights that heritage that is in Milwaukee. So we have three brewers from Oregon who are coming. We have brewers from uh, Boston, from Denver, St. Louis, Kansas City, Chicago. Um, That's talent attraction right there. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it helps that I lived on the East Coast for a while, and Corey, being a professional brewer for so long, has a wide network of friends in the industry. And, you know, we made an aspirational list of brewers, like, oh, it would be so great if we could get them thinking they'd never do it right and as soon as we floated the idea and the the, the story behind why we were doing it they're like yeah down i'm on board awesome. so we've got people flying in um so of the 20 brewers uh i think 11 are out of state and of the ones that are in the state some are one is brand new like working draft from madison uh and then one like earth rider in superior uh, is making great beer, but they just don't get it to the Milwaukee market. Mm -hmm. So even though it's an in-state brewer, it's going to be new for people around Milwaukee, here. Yeah. And among those out-of-state brewers, I think there's six that have never sent beer to Wisconsin before. So this is truly going to oh, be like boy. a one-of-a-kind opportunity to try these beers from uh, like Wayfinder and Breakside from Oregon and Jack's Abbey from uh, just outside Boston. That's is, cool. Is there a specific beer that you are most looking forward to? <laughs> Other than obviously Other, all the yeah, beers the own, Gathering yeah, Place will be yeah. offering, which uh, I'm very excited about. So there's a brewery in Ur uh, called Urban Chestnut in St. Louis. Come on. I've been there. And uh, how was it? I haven't. I, it was, I just heard great things. It was awesome. The only thing that we had trouble with was, I, so my, um, my wife's family is from the area, from St. Louis area. So we went to Urban Chestnut. And as soon as we got there, a wedding party showed up and just like <laughs> took over the entire bar. The beer was not bad. In fact, it was exceptional. Yeah. It was it was that we were struggling to like hear each other talk throughout uh, the whole thing. So yeah. I felt like they, it was really cool. They have um, really really unique art on the walls that I actually believe is local artist that is for sale. Cool. If I remember correctly, because I think I remember seeing like a seven hundred and ninety nine dollar <laughs> portrait that Did I was you like, buy it? hey, that's pretty. Oh wow, I can't afford that. <laughs> I shouldn't even look at it. Buy two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh my, I didn't know they were, they're, yeah, so they're going to be there. They, they, they make a beer called Zwickel, which is a German style. It's unfiltered. It, it, it's meant to be drank super young, so it doesn't age well, and they're bringing it. So it's, 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 it's going to be a treat. Uh, and then Jack's Abbey from Framingham, Massachusetts, right oh. outside Boston. It's just like they're killing it on the loggers. And uh, that was an example of the aspirational 
uh, brewery, and I can't believe that Jack from Jack's Abbey is going to be the one pouring beer at the festival. Wow. It's going to be great. That's awesome. So Turner Hall, March 30th, 12 to 4. Is there like music, food, anything, any other complimentary stuff there happening? Yeah, so we'll have some music. Uh, Milwaukee Pretzel Company is going to be having pretzels. Oozingers is going to be having Delicious. sausages. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it's gonna, we're, we're really going to Milwaukee it up. Good. Uh, got all the things. Um, tickets are on sale. They're $45. That includes all taxes and fees. Um, and it's unlimited sampling of 40-plus beers. And uh, they're on sale through the Turner Hall or uh, Pabst Riverside box oh, office. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. Right. And, okay, so that's where you go. Yeah. Yeah, Google it up and get there. Yes, Google it up, <laughs> everybody. Google it up. <laughs> yeah, or no you singing. can go to uh, loggerandfriends.com. It's got all the details. Perfect. Yes. People know where to go now. There's no excuse. No excuse. If no you're excuse. not there, Show we up. will know. Okay. And they're not sold out yet. I confirmed like six times with joe before we even started recording what could yeah. we do fun about around this like if who what could we uh ask people to do find to us buy them find us at two Lager tickets oh. to the event oh. oh yes um we're thinking on the show again if you happen to go to gathering place and order a murdered by crows which and is Adam's personal favorite. Yes. I'm speaking in the third person now. Yeah, all right. Yikes. Adam. It's my favorite beer. If you happen to order that and mention Experience Milwaukee. And take a photo and tag both. Tag everyone. <laughs> take literally everyone you know. Tag Experience Milwaukee. And Gathering Place. And Gathering Place. The first two people to do that? I think as many people that can do that as possible and we'll pick someone oh that's get, a good idea buy two tickets and we'll, we'll pull all your names in a hat yes pick one out and buy you two tickets and yep. then we'll even meet up with you there i'll put all the names in my new transfer pizzeria cafe hoodie hood okay and good in the hood part there. right yeah okay, yeah good. in the hood part good all right okay we just made some stuff up on the spot joe are you I okay with it. that yeah okay. yeah okay so it. that yeah people know what to do they can yes. rewind if they forget yes Cool. Okay, how are we doing on time? Because I wanted to spitfire some questions. Why don't you do a spitfire, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay, question the first. What's your favorite beer at your own brewery? Uh, Ride of the Valkyries Rye Lager. And why? Rye is such a – it's an awesome grain. It's got a little spiciness to it, but made as a lager, it's got a nice, crisp finish. Let's that rye linger just a little bit. on the. F Gorgeous. Yeah. What's the number one thing you tell people before you hand them a beer? Um – Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> what Enjoy. Yeah. You're going to love I, it. Can I jump in on the rapid fire? Yeah, please this, do. Whatever you're doing here. <laughs> what is your, um, what's your, where's your favorite spot, a neighborhood? You can be general or specific to go do most frequently. Um, the brewery is in River West, and we live in Bayview. So I feel like we're constantly bouncing between those two places. And, and great spots. I love them both. Yeah. Uh, tons of locally owned shops and restaurants bars can't get enough okay feels like that is kind of the heart of the city right now both up-and-coming neighborhoods lots of local flavor um okay i had one more question i have already. another one. Oh, good go when you're not drinking beer what is in the glass or cup or gin and tonic yeah okay. <laughs> all right didn't have to think about it so easy so easy favorite favorite uh gin uh hendrix Okay. Wow, really? Yeah. Have you tried like Twisted it. Path? 
I haven't, but I also have to say I, I do really enjoy the Ray Horst from Great Lakes. Oh, I've, okay. I've been on that brewery, that yes. distillery tour several, yeah. several times. Okay. Okay. Do you have, have one more? I have a couple more. Do it. Uh, if you're not at your own brewery, <laughs> what brewery do you go to? Or do you recommend if people are going to be in town other than yours? Yeah. Who are your competitors and why do you love them? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's a collaborative city. I it think is. We should, you're right. We should yeah. definitely. Uh, restaurants support each other, and I think the, bre- the brewing the industry is, too. is very collaborative. We all get together at least once a month at somebody's place, have a few beers, complain about things. Yeah. It's, it's there. Complain about terrible podcast things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if I'm not at my place and if I'm not at my River West compatriots of company black husky and lakefront then oh, you'll probably find me at enlightened down mm. in bayview i uh, really like those guys they also have red beards so we <laughs> we share a lot of uh a lot in common yeah i'm the only one without a beard i think yeah right. you are, you're the right, weirdo you have, without a beard you have one more go um i did didn't i yeah oh i heard you have a baby on the way I do. The that due wasn't date a question. is uh, <laughs> two days before Logger and Friends because I'm terrible at planning. Yeah. That, okay. So that was going to be my well, question. Good luck with that. Is, it's yeah. kind of a. It's going to be kind of a crapshoot if you're doing Logger and Friends and your wife happens to be in labor. Yes. What's the backup plan? Uh, we've got a. Great All right, staff. I'll run it. We've got a. Great <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say my my wife's hoping yeah, the baby comes. Gonna run it. My wife's hoping the baby comes early because she wants to go to Logger oh, and bet. Friends. I she bet. is a, she is a champ. So a we'll champ. we'll see where we'll see where it lands. Yeah. Okay. Well. That was very well done. Thank you. I, I think uh, we need to just we'll come back and we'll let people know how that all turns out. <laughs> right. All right. Well, thanks for being on the podcast. This was really this is great to learn about it. I mean. I didn't know much about you guys uh, coming in, and Adam suggested it, and I think the beer is amazing, and we'll have more and some pizza and yeah, I have to else. buy a Steve. I have to buy Steve a murder of murdered by crows. We'll just yeah. stop. We'll stop in. Yeah, yeah. come on by. Especially uh, once we um, uh, pick the winner of the contest, and then have them come in as well. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Joe.